all things land development, planning and property. This is Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. To find out how Ian can help you, visit propertyonfire.co.uk. Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of Property on Fire. So what do we have coming up on today's episode? Yes, we are back. I'm glad to be here, to be honest, and I hope you are well. Yeah, I I hope life is treating you well. Things have altered a little bit, I think, around us in the last few months since the last episode. But we'll come on to that in a little while. But what have we got coming up on today's show? I've got my rant. Ian's rant is back. Going to be talking a little bit about apps today. And we'll be having a catch up on our development sites. A little bit on Planning Geek on our sites for leading homes and yeah we'll just be catching up on all that's been happening oh plus there was an autumn statement the other day so we'll be having a look at that as well so without further ado let's get started but please do like review and subscribe to this podcast and come with me on this property journey Those of you that know me know I like to do a bit of traveling and you're probably thinking I've been spending the last few months with my feet up on a beach somewhere in America, Australia, wherever, just relaxing and enjoying life now that we've sort of hopefully come out the other side of the pandemic. However, that's not quite true. We've been very busy on our various sites for leading homes. So if you haven't caught previous episodes, then you may not be aware or seen my social media network that we are currently building 14 bungalows in North Devon. Those bungalows, yeah, they're going pretty well. We sold all of them off plan. We didn't actually use an agent on this particular build, mainly because of demand. We have something in the region of over 200 names on our reserve list, pretty good and so we sold them all i would say within a month we had reservations taken now because of the climate and mortgages and everything else we did unfortunately lose a couple of sales in the process but i'm pleased to say that for those two properties we resold those the very same day so it hasn't really held us up in or given us too many headaches as far as people having to pull out. We've now completed on two and we should be completing on another couple in this coming week, which is quite nice. It's quite nice to actually give money back to the bank because obviously with interest rates rising, those costs have gone up. Those borrowing costs have increased along with all the other material costs, you know, plasterboard, timber, everything else. It keeps on rising. I mean, timber's been fluctuating a little bit, but uh, that appears that might well be on the rise again. So it's just a case of keeping our costs under control. And if we can get these sold, we can get these completed, get people moved in, and then, of course, return money to the bank. And ultimately, we return money to our investors, And at some point further down the line, we should get some money ourselves. But the priority for us is obviously getting the bank repaid, then looking after our investors who, to be honest, without our investors, we wouldn't have sites, we wouldn't have developments. So 
we are very, very grateful to them. But obviously, you know, they have to get paid back. Thankfully, our investors have already sort of committed themselves to going with us again, as have a couple of new investors that we are currently talking to. Things are going well. We've got another couple of sites. One is an option site down in Cornwall. Well, we're just about to submit planning for 20 apartments and four houses. That is a very nice site. It's taken us all best part of two years, I think, to actually get to the point of actually being able to submit planning. These days, there seems to be so many reports that one has to actually submit. We also unfortunately or fortunately i don't know depends which way you look at it uh found a bat which means we have to erect a bat house that to be quite frank is almost as big as my bedroom it seems so uh, uh why a bat needs a big space i don't know but uh, i'm not trained in that field but that is something that we have to cope with and we've had to deal with but yes just all the various reports that we've had to submit uh for this the net gain the biodiversity everything else we've had to look at and everything is looking pretty good so that planning is going in by the time this broadcast actually comes out but that planning should hopefully be in with the local authority and we'll see how that goes so i will keep you all updated on the planning and on the process of that elsewhere we are currently about to enter into another option on another site which should be another uh, initially another dozen or so houses with future plans to hopefully increase that but we're actually doing another jv with the landowner that is in devon and we're very much looking forward to working with that landowner to actually maximize the opportunity that he has on his site so yeah the sites are going well we had to unfortunately pull out of another site we were in legals on unfortunately we couldn't make the figure stack having got some more valuations as far as the affordable housing is concerned that was on the site unfortunately the figures just just didn't work and we are not prepared to risk obviously our own money but obviously the money of our investors and our partners we cannot go for a site if it doesn't stack and i whilst, whilst that may sound obvious we have to be realistic and with the best will in the world uh, my crystal ball it vanished at the beginning of lockdown and i still haven't got it back from the uh, repairers so i've got to work on the figures that uh, myself and jonathan my business partner can actually come up with and if those figures do not stack then yeah it's common sense we cannot move forward with those options and with those deals but in all honesty we had a meeting today with a sort of a land sourcer and you know we have never actually been the top bidder on any site to date we've always been the underbidder because we put in realistic bids at the end of the day we put those bids in and we decide how much we can afford to pay and landowners have to be realistic they have to have realistic expectations and come and meet us and talk with us and we will deliver at the end of the day that is what we say we'll say we will deliver and we are reliable 
on that aspect but everything has to work everything has to stack so yeah so things are going well as far as leading homes is concerned so if you want to know any more or you want to uh, get involved as an investor or anything else then please do get in touch more than happy to have a chat so whilst things have been going well on leading homes they've also been going well for planning geek and i know that many of you use the planning geek website on a very regular basis and you may well be in the planning geek uh, facebook community i think we're up to about seven and a half thousand people and that is growing all the time it's always a delight to be able to help people with their issues finding my zoom sessions that i currently do very popular at the moment do quite a few of those and it's always a pleasure when people turn around and say Ian you've actually given us more information in the last half hour or so than all my consultants have done in the last nine months um, so when people say things like that you actually feel that you are giving a genuine service and you're being of help to people because to be honest they come to me normally when they, they have issues um, I wish they all came to me before they started but life isn't like that when the things don't actually quite go right they tend to come to me and say help unfortunately I can't always wave a magic wand I would love it if I could but quite often I can't but I can give some sensible advice I can show them what to do and I suppose the one piece of advice I could give anybody listening to this podcast is don't go and discuss stuff with the local authority until you have to some of the information that's been passed to clients of mine by the local authorities has been a little bit lacking i'm going to be honest and if you work for local authority i do apologize but it's vitally important that people are given accurate information and sometimes regretfully that information hasn't been accurate to people and they've actually gone off on the route because they've been led to believe that white is black if you see what i mean um and it's so important that we get the right information and so i'd much rather them come perhaps ask in the facebook community do a zoom session send me an email whatever more than happy to try and help and point people in the right direction so so yeah planning geek is growing i've got an awful lot of big plans for planning geek over the next year or so so it's very much what's this space but i'm in talks with a few strategic partners and yeah looking forward to how that is going to pan out in the months ahead this is property on fire with ian walmsley and now ian's rant property on fire would not be property on fire without an ian's rant this week it's got my goat it really has it's really really bugged me and that is use class given out by apps it's something that i've said for many years there used to be an app which apparently could tell you what the use class was on a piece of land building whatever i remember saying at the time this was probably three or four years ago saying the fact that it's not very reliable i believe it was only on ios and um, it wasn't terribly reliable in fact it was rather misleading i actually had a friend of mine he posted in a whatsapp group if you're listening you'll recognize yourself and thanks for posting it but what he actually posted was about a use class of a building 
and he said that oh the the building says it's c2 and i went back and i said are you sure and he said yeah that's what what the app says it's c2 now please 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 don't take that for gospel it is a guesstimate and the writers of the apps will be the first people to agree to this it is a guesstimate okay it doesn't necessarily take into account planning and if it does the planning may not have been made extant it may not have been used at all there is no guarantee that planning has ever been used on any property an awful lot of planning never gets used never gets converted never gets built out it is amazing the amount of planning that never gets used at all and as a result if these softwares are just working on the algorithms from previous planning applications quite often it can be wrong so please whatever you do check the use class out now there's a good page on my planning geek website so actually put into google what is my use class perhaps planning geek or something like that and you'll come up with that page but please whatever you do check it out because if you do not there is a strong chance that you will go down the wrong rabbit hole and trust me you do not want to do that you really do not go and get that checked out if you if you're not sure book a zoom session with me just go to planninggeek.co.uk slash book just book it and ask me i will have a look at it and i will give you the best opinion that i can doing all the tools i have to actually do a bit of research on that property and i will tell you what i feel that use class is and that may well differ from whatever the apps say so please 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 just check these things out i mean these software are very very good but do not do it i am getting wound up now because it's important please do not rely upon it i've seen it so often i've seen it so so often that people just take stuff for gospel or perhaps what's happened is and i alluded to it earlier on they go and ask the local authority i've had that myself whereby a client has come to me and the local authorities actually said to them it is sui generis no it isn't that particular property was used class e it wasn't sui generis the local authority based that upon the organization that was occupying that building at that particular time now yes sure that should have been a sui generis use but they didn't have planning for that and so the planning use class has not changed it is still use class e because it wasn't the last legal use of that building so please 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 just be careful enough of that let's crack on the other day we had an autumn statement not really sure it was a budget mini budget well we had a mini budget a few weeks ago and that did not turn out too well that was given by quasi quateng and yeah the markets did not react too well to that when rishi took over as prime minister and made jeremy hunt the new chancellor then we've got a new statement well we are about to enter a session and i think an awful lot of people were fearful about what would be in that autumn statement and 
I'll be honest, I don't think it was too bad. Yes, there are a few alterations, and I'll run through a few of those in a second, but my own personal opinion of it, I'm not an expert on this, um, and I don't pretend to be, but as a businessman, I don't think it was too bad, and I think it could have been far worse. Okay, the pound, that was down a couple of cents during the day from a high on Thursday to when I checked sort of around about five-ish, that was down a couple of cents. So we'll see how the markets do react to that over the next few days. But uh, yeah, I think it could have been a lot worse. What has altered? What did the Chancellor actually say at the dispatch box? First of all, if you are paid in dividends from the profits from a company then the initial allowance has gone down well that will be cut from 2000 down to a thousand pounds next year and then from april 24 down to just 500 pounds i mean obviously your tax situation will be unique for yourself but for us we do uh, have that benefit from one of our companies uh, because we're actually taxed at a lower rate and that has actually worked quite well for us but the actual allowance will be less for us and for you capital gains tax the annual exempt amount that's being cut quite drastically from 12,300 down to 6,000 next year and then down to 3,000 from April 24 so we'll have to see where that goes if you are a higher taxpayer the 45 pence rate as it stands at the moment and that's not going to alter but that rate will now become payable at 125,140 pounds rather than 150,000 pounds so that does mean that if you are earning a larger amount then uh, your tax bill unfortunately will actually increase what he also maintained was the freeze on the income tax personal allowance the higher tax threshold national insurance thresholds and inheritance tax thresholds for a further couple of years so they will now run through to april 2028 if you're driving an electric vehicle from april 25 i'm afraid you are going to now pay ved or vehicle excise duty car tax as we always used to call it so unfortunately if you drive an electric vehicle you'll no longer be exempt from those costs the one thing that has remained from the budget that quasi quaten did along with uh, prime minister liz trust uh, for those uh, three or four weeks that she was an active prime minister for is the stamp duty cuts and so they will remain in place but now only until the 31st of march 2025 so we'll have to see how that affects the housing market i do think that the government is going to have to look at the housing market because there is a big risk that uh, we may see some stagnation there especially with the interest rates and the mortgage rates that at the moment are easing a little bit um talking to a couple of brokers there's possibly some hope on the horizon but i don't think they're going to alter much until next year but we'll just have to wait and see on that i should be speaking to a mortgage broker on this podcast in a couple of weeks or so so we will have a chat and see what he has to say at that point a couple of other things that may or may not affect you and that is the uh pensions uh, the triple lock has now been confirmed so they will rise by 10.1 percent in line with inflation as will benefits or means tested benefits they will also rise by 10.1 
percent in the spring so if you are older and i know we do have some retired listeners to property on fire at least that is one good bit of news that has come out because i do know that a lot of pensioners have been concerned about the the triple lock is it going is it staying is it going but at least that now seems to uh, to have been finally confirmed so on the whole and there's a few other things that i haven't gone through but on the whole i don't think it's so bad but what do you think what do you think about the budget or the autumn statement or whatever it's called? Do you think it was fair? Do you think it was reasonable? Is it harsh? Let me know. Send me an email in at propertyonfire.co.uk or send me a tweet or Facebook message me. However you want to get in touch, just let me know. Am I talking a load of rubbish or thinking this is eh, a not not so bad am i about right i would love to hear what you think about that and how you might be affected going into the months ahead earlier on i did have a rant about apps i will say that i actually find a lot of these apps very very useful i use two or three of them myself and over the next few weeks i'm actually going to be reviewing an awful lot of these apps i'm actually working in conjunction with the app developers and i'll be having a few of them actually on property on fire and i'll be interviewing them in the weeks ahead so those discussions are ongoing they've actually given me copies of their apps so that i can give them a thorough test and work through them but i'll also be looking at free things as well so you don't have to necessarily spend out hundreds or in some cases thousand pounds per year on these apps and software to perhaps look for opportunities i will also be looking at free options as well those also work and we have to be grateful for the likes of google and what have you that uh, we actually have those options available to us so we will be diving into these software these apps um in the weeks ahead it will be an ongoing and recurring theme if you like to property on fire as we go in throughout the winter and in towards next spring as well so uh, there's a lot to cover there but i'm looking forward to covering those apps in much greater detail and i will be backing those up with some articles which i will then publish on social media and probably on my planning geek uh, facebook group so if you're not a member of that group then please do hunt it out just go to facebook and search for planning geek community or planning geek and you will come up with that you'll also come up with the planning geek uh, page and you're more than welcome to do that and why not follow me at the same time if you follow me on facebook then i will divulge an awful lot of information in the weeks and months ahead it is good to be back and i say that genuinely to each and every one of you i'm so so grateful for all the good comments that i get about this podcast i don't know how you put up with me which away week on week but you do or you did do anyway and you thoroughly enjoyed it by all the comments that i used to get on social media and in person at networking events well i'm back this isn't going anywhere now and i intend to record on a regular basis and i'll be putting these out nice and often so that you can have your fill of uh, my dulcet tones so i apologize for that in advance but uh, yeah look i enjoy talking I enjoy property. I enjoy life. Look, I one, one of my ways of life is to live every day as if it's my last. One day it will be. But until that comes, 
I'm just going to enjoy them. I'm going to enjoy them. I don't hide from the fact I enjoy making money. I do. I'm not going to hide from that fact. But I enjoy the process. I enjoy the journey. I enjoy helping people. And I enjoy helping people like you and those around you at networking events. I'm getting very involved with Partners in Property. I sponsor Partners in Property, the PIP that's run by Sue and Adam and various people that run those events in Manchester, London, Bristol and uh, Birmingham, of course. And I quite often speak at those events as well. And you will find me uh, predominantly at uh, London, Birmingham and Bristol. And I do get to Manchester as often as I can. I'm, I believe I'm speaking there in February. So if you want to come and hear me speak in February, doing the keynote up there. So please do um, have a look at Partners in Property. Do a quick Google for their website. Uh, I believe it's partners-property.com. But I'll put that in the show notes as well, just so you've got that. But you're more than welcome to come along to any of those meetings. I'll be there. I quite often do round tables so i'm more than happy to help you if you are there at any of those pip meetings so if you do go along to those let me know but i do attend other networking events as well uh, predominantly in the southwest although i'm in london next week and a week after actually so got a couple more visits to london coming up and i know that i'm meeting a few of you during those visits to london so looking forward to that so yeah once again thank you for those kind words thank you for saying when is the next episode out well you've been listening to it and i'm very grateful and if you've got this far then thank you once again but please do subscribe to these podcasts subscribe to him because we've got a lot of good content coming up i'll be speaking to an awful lot of people over the weeks ahead some of those interviews are already lined up and they'll be done over the coming months so we've got everything from architects to planners to building people to software designers we've got land sources we've got We've got all sorts of stuff to do with property. We've got HMOs, service accommodation, just about everything we can do. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I'd quite like to be on Property on Fire. I can talk. I'm good. I can be interviewed. If I talk here, I might shut up for a moment or two. So yeah, come on to Property on Fire. We normally have couple of questions from people. So if you do have any questions, uh, please email those in whatsapp them however you want to get hold of me uh, i'm not hard to get hold of so please do contact me so i'd be more than happy to have you on the show you can ask your questions on the podcast more than happy to do that more than happy to interview you about whatever you do in property you don't have to be an expert you just have to have a passion for property and on whatever level that is because i know there's an awful lot of people out there listening to this show who are an inspiration, not just to me, but to everyone that comes into contact with them. Why not come on the show? Let's have a chat and let's enjoy property together. If I can help you in your journey in, well, the rest of 22 and well into 23, then please do get in touch. Keep safe. And we'll chat again next Tuesday. Have a wonderful week. Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. Please use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe to the show. And if you'd like a question answered on a future episode, email ian at propertyonfire.co.uk.